0: Now, for our On the Couch interview today, I think it's obligatory that we should start with a musical introduction. you recognize the sound at least and you'll realize that we're talking about marimbas today as we welcome to studio a local music teacher who has an absolute passion for showcasing the diversity of the African marimba and preserving all of the music that has been arranged for this instrument. Her name is Colleen Hart and she is the author of what I think we can safely describe as a seminal collection of marimba arrangements. It currently exists in two volumes and she's now ready to expand it into a third. And the story of how that's going to happen is part of the reason that she's here. But Colleen, first of all, let's say welcome and thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Pippa, and welcome to the
0: listeners. Tell us about that track that we've just listened to. So that yeah. was
1: Maimbo, um played and it was composed by uh, Alport Munklanga, who unfortunately is no longer with us, who wrote a fantastic amount of marimba music and uh, some of it is included in the first two volumes of the book
0: Okay, now marimbas, for those who didn't encounter them at school like me, I mean our percussion instrument section consisted of a triangle, a xylophone and a set of chime bars and that was your your, your sum total of choices by the time my kids got to primary school, Colleen, in the early sort of to mid 2000s marimbas were suddenly a thing, particularly at primary school level but for the sake of those who might not really be that familiar, tell us a little bit more about them
1: Well, depends on which language you're speaking. If you're Mm -hmm. speaking um, African or one of the African instruments, then marimba, ma means uh, many, and rimba or limba means a note. So marimba would be an instrument of many notes. Or you could be speaking Greek, in which case you might call it a xylophone. Xylon meaning wood and phone meaning sound. So, yes, whether you're talking a Greek xylophone or an African marimba, you're talking about a similar instrument in that it's a tuned uh, instrument with tuned wooden bars on a frame. And many of the African instruments also have uh, girds underneath for as resonators. Yeah. Um, yes, and in fact, those little off instruments that you ch- that you grew up with uh, were based on marimbas. Carl um, Orff, the famous yes. conductor, created uh, the Orff work was a, which was an educational system for children, and he actually uh, kind of made mini marimba, which were accessible for youngsters to play. And uh, you and I remember growing up playing xylophones. And And blockenspiels and the like. Blockenspiels, metallophones, all the off instruments. Yeah. uh, Which I also love teaching. It's uh, the incredible gateway instruments like Mm. the marimba are.
0: So... I mean, as I said, not something that was part of my school days, but that's changed completely. I mean, would it be fair to say that the African marimba has exploded in popularity in the last decade or so? Oh,
1: totally. I'd like to think my books had something to do with (laughs) it because 20 years ago, uh, when I first published them and I had to self-publish, because although marimba were popular then, they weren't as popular as now. And so... um, marimba are just fantastically uh, exciting and I think that's why they are so popular now is that they're easy to learn you need no musical experience Um, you can play any types of songs on them you can from traditional African to pop to western classical music Um, there's fantastic groups playing like Tchaikovsky Waltz of the Flowers or we might be lucky enough to hear the Vivaldi um, they also work great for m- children or adults, um, even children with midline or OT issues. Yeah. Uh, there's a wonderful company in Grahamstown, AMI, which is making uh, marimba, which are suitable for children in wheelchairs. Oh, how um,
0: incredible.
1: They're gateway instruments to introduce you to traditional other traditional African uh, instruments. They, they require teamwork, interaction in a group, people working together, intercultural, interpersonal. And they're exciting and they bring vibrancy to any gathering. So it
0: kind of ticks all the boxes. And they're joyful to listen yeah, to. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. They, they get a room on its feet and sharing the ghis, as it were. I'm so glad you mentioned the adaptive uh, marimba for wheelchairs. Today happens to be International Wheelchair Day, as a matter of fact. Uh-huh. So uh, how wonderful that somebody has thought to, to take the concept and adapt it for somebody who is sitting at a lower level. Because it's a very physical instrument to play, particularly the bigger sizes. That's so. right.
1: That's right. And, and Christian Carve is a fantastic technician. He's actually adapted the marimba so that they, they, they're at an angle so you can easily reach them with a xylophone. And, uh, yeah, he makes fantastic instruments. In fact, the best, I think, the best marimba in the world are come from, from South Africa. That's incredible. We have the best marimba players in the world as well and uh, fantastic teams. And, and from what was kind of relatively... Um, Easy marimba playing... Um has now just exploded and and now you can play absolutely anything on them,
0: especially the chromatic instruments. Speaking of which, one of our listeners messaging to say, I only recently discovered a Rolling Stones song under my thumb that was supposedly the first commercial pop song to use marimbas. And it's such a cool song. It's not one I'm familiar with. Thank you for the tip. So we'll have to go looking for some Rolling Stones. But just to demonstrate what Colleen said about the adaptability of arrangements for marimba. When you say classical music, I wonder how many listeners a couple of years ago, okay, it was before lockdown. We know everything before lockdown seems like a century ago, but a clip went viral in the true sense of the word. It was all over the world, being shared in every corner of the world. And it was a clip of children right here in South Africa playing a classical music adaptation on the Marimbas. The kids of Hudahoe Primary in Boxburg doing Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Let's take a little bit of a listen to that, just to remind you. <laughs> Islands in one part of my Absolutely. brain and the marimbas in the other. It's extraordinary how sort of malleable the music is. Colleen, I mean, that's something that was demonstrated in your first two volumes of your book uh, collection, Music for Marimbas, because there are arrangements in there for everything from reggae to R&B to classical, to even Christmas carols, to I believe. To funky
1: Christmas carols and traditional African music because it's really important that we save our traditional African music. Yeah. And I just want to say that uh, that little clip you heard was from uh, Education Africa from um, Joan Lithgow is doing fantastic yeah. work up in up in uh, Johannesburg and, in fact, all around the country. And um, there's a, a an off Well, um, the Marimba Education Foundation is an, a foundation that I've just taken over. Yeah. And that's uh, trying to find schools that have no instruments and then apply for funding and drop instruments into the school with a teacher for a year, get groups going. And so there are these fantastic NPOs that are out there um, doing fantastic work. Yeah. So if anybody's interested, they must just give me a ring. It's
0: the Marimba <laughs> Education Foundation. And I know we have got a lot of listeners who are involved in musical outreach programs. Yeah. So if this is something you think could be moulded into your kind of programme, hmm. please reach out to them, mef.org.za. And if we have time at the end, I want to play you a clip of one of their demonstrations of what can be done with another popular piece. Colleen, a couple of questions coming in. Uh, firstly, somebody asking, what's sort of the variety of sizes marimbas come in?
1: Well, uh, traditional African marimbas—you you normally you can have three or four marimbas, or you can have as, in fact, uh, many as you want. Yeah. Um, most teams normally have a, a piccolo, a soprano, a tenor, and a baritone. So that goes from the kind of the the higher to the lower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of those, you can have have as many as you want. Um, traditionally, they have been diatonic, so that would be the white notes of the piano, for example. Okay, but now yeah. we're kind of almost moving into. Uh, the chromatic so you have the black notes if I can equate it to the piano yes. the black notes and the white notes and that just opens up the scope of all sorts of music because then you can play chromatic music amazing. like yeah. Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers or you could play traditional African music so so that that's why they're just so amazing. Um, yeah so that's uh, in terms of the range from very high to very low mm-hmm. and then um, they can be played by children or adults so Uh, really kind of versatile and accessible.
0: Would you say that there are... uh, um a good stepping stone into other instruments, more traditional orchestral instruments later on? Do you think a lot of children might move, for example, from marimba to piano or onto a stringed instrument? Or Absolutely. Yeah. I
1: mean, even those little off instruments that we played, um, yeah. you know, that's that's actually why I got into music. I just loved playing. And so, yes, you can, you can use them as a gateway instrument into other traditional African musics because then you start becoming in, interested in kalimba and marimba I and mean, mbira and uhadi. Uh, or otherwise you can, you can see very quickly if a child has musical, exp- uh, musical um, talent and then yeah. you can, uh, while they are learning marimba, then you can suggest to them what about another instrument as well just to kind of supplement. And then all yeah. of a sudden if they do that, then you have a pot- potential career for them. Amazing.
0: Just for anybody who's come in late to the conversation, my guest with us in studio is Colleen Hart, a music teacher with an absolute passion for promoting the use of and preserving the arrangements of music for the African marimba. Now, as I mentioned at the start, many years ago, all the way back in the early 2000s, Colleen put together a, a two-part series called Music for Marimbas, which remains to this day the biggest collection of marimba arrangements. It's in use not only all over South Africa, but even all around the world. Colleen, the decision to to now move into a third volume is it because there's been this explosion of interest in the last couple of decades
1: um yeah golly uh, i've i've really had so much material um, uh, and uh, i have been i just haven't had the time but now um, i i really want to do it and so volume three is is almost ready and what's amazing is that musicians are really um, generous yeah. so they've they donate uh arrangements, their own arrangements to the book, which is fantastic. And oh. and that's in fact, that's how the book started originally when when I started teaching. There was nothing. And so I thought, OK, well, I better arrange my own. And then I called some friends and I said, you know, maybe we could make a resource that would be useful for other teachers. And that's how the first two books started. And now <laughs> it would be great to get the third volume because with the explosion, like you say, of mm-hmm. marimba music, now there are just so many more arrangements and so many more people involved, so many more teachers and Uh, So that's why it'd be great to then publish uh, all the new repertoire Mm -hmm. that's come out of all that exciting uh, uh, vibrancy of marimba composing and arranging.
0: But aye, there's the rub. Publishing being the operative word in that (laughs) sentence. Colleen, to publish anything in South Africa is a labor of love. Uh, I would imagine to publish something like this, which is sort of generosity based if i can put it that way it's a wonderful thing but you know immediately that means it's not going to be a commercial money maker for a publisher which must make it quite hard to find one
1: yeah well i had to take money out of my bond to publish the first two and uh uh, yeah that was quite tough (laughs) (laughs) i really don't have to do the same thing for (laughs) volume three and i'm just hoping that there's somewhere out somebody out there that sees value in it both for teachers and educators for children interested you know children for for musicians for anybody interested in music and preserving our South African music which I think is really important yeah Um, so yeah that's the idea is to just make a resource available for uh, worldwide for anybody who's interested
0: So if anybody listening to this interview thinks they would like to be part of a project like that, has connections that might be helpful to Colleen in getting the third volume published, a reminder that the first two volumes published back in 2004, 20 years later, are still in widespread use. It is a resource that is going to have that kind of longevity and make a contribution to Preserving Our Musical Heritage, I think you can call it. Colleen, if, if any of those connections are listening and want to reach out to us, they're very welcome to do so. Just pop me an email to pepperh at cape capetalk.co.za and I can forward it on and connect you with Colleen. Otherwise, is there a best way to, to make contact with you directly?
1: Yes, absolutely. They can contact me through the Marimba Education Foundation. So that's Colleen, uh, double L, double E, Colleen okay. at M E F. Dot org.za. Colleen at MEF
0: and to play out the interview, we're going to share a little snippet of one of the tutorials put together by the Marimba Education Foundation to demonstrate the versatility of these instruments. It's a track I think many of you will recognize as a bit of an unofficial anthem of lockdown. Before we go there, there, Colleen, one more thing you wanted to share with us.
1: One more thing is that I have uh, somebody who's come in with me to help me with the books. Uh, it's a very lonely thing when you're trying to do it by yourself. Yeah. And I have a wonderful friend called Rachel Suttle, who is an incredible musician here in Cape Town. In fact, to Um, uh, uh, published the first marimba syllabus for matric students so they can actually do it to matric and Rachel and I are going to be working together
0: OK, so the credentials are there and the passion is definitely there. I can tell you that if you haven't heard it for yourself. If you know of ways to make this magic happen and get Volume 3 published, if you'd like to be part of such a venture, please reach out to Colleen at MEF.org.za. We'll leave the final word to the Marimba Education Foundation with this rendition. <music> Of course, it's Jerusalem, the unofficial anthem of lockdown interpreted there by the Marimba Education Foundation. One more time, if you have an interest in helping to get volume three of a collection of Marimba arrangements birthed into the world and formally published, or if you'd like to reach out to the Marimba Education Foundation about bringing this wonderful form of musical education into your school environment, please reach out to Colleen Hart on colleen at mef.org.za.